back at the Flower Expo, um, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Grassachusetts. We're, as and I we're like standing to say. on the grass in Massachusetts. <laughs> yes. So in two two ways to grass Massachusetts. Standing in the grass at a cannabis conference in Massachusetts. So it truly is grass Massachusetts. Welcome <laughs> to Grassachusetts. I don't know. So Demetri Downing with uh, Jennifer Miles, uh, found, co-founder of Plant Body Soul and guest co-host today. And I'm Hillary King from Northeast Alternatives. Hillary King. We are pleased to be joined by Hillary King from Northeast Alternatives. Tell us what Northeast... We're going to talk about you and Northeast Alternatives. What would you prefer to talk about first? Dealer's choice. Dealer's, uh, <laughs> let's tough. start with... Uh, Don't ask me those tough questions. Let's start <laughs> with, um, with the biz. Yeah, absolutely. So Northeast Alternatives, we started uh, with medical marijuana in 2018 in Massachusetts, Fall River. Um, So we have a store there that's now co-located. We added adult use operations uh, in early 2019. We were one of like among the first 10 adult use dispensaries. Right. Um, and we've been growing ever since. We also, you know, we cultivate, we manufacture different products um, and we also do wholesale. Um, so we supply uh, products to different dispensaries around Massachusetts. Under what name? Oh, several different names. So we Which have, water? yes, thank you. Water's magically appearing from behind <laughs> the camera. We love that. Yes. Um, so we actually have, you know, close to almost 10 brands, Ten brands that you might find our products under. We have Northeast Alternatives Premium, uh, NEA Premium. We also have NEA Awarded which is our, our line of uh, products that have earned, you know, proven their pedigree by winning awards at Massachusetts cannabis competitions. Uh, we're pretty proud of, you know, our, our record, our track record um, in that regard. So we created a whole brand about it. Um, we also have edibles like canatini gummies. Um, those are cocktail-inspired flavors, RSO-infused, as well as double-baked chocolates. Super yummy, like yum, yum. cheesecake dessert flavors. Uh-huh. Um, also RSO. We do some nano RSO in a Ooh. couple of those flavors, which is, you know, fast-acting, full-spectrum um, nano RSO, which is pretty unique. Yes, it's um, very unique. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. We also make another fast-acting product called Sweet Spots, which are little hard-shell chocolates. Like candy-coated milk chocolate pieces that would, you know, melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Okay. So, you know, NEA is also the National Education Association. I did not know that. Yeah, you guys should be aware of that. That's a pretty big organization. I wonder if you guys, it doesn't matter. Good to know. One day you guys are going to bump into that acronym. How many retail uh, NEAs are there? We have one in Fall River, mm-hmm. soon to be two. Um, our second store is going to be opening in Seekonk, Massachusetts, probably sometime in July. We just got the final license approval right. for that store. Um, and then we actually also have two stores in Michigan. Michigan. So we started in Massachusetts with Fall River, a very small family-owned company. You know, we're not an, an MSO, you know, but then from Fall River, we grew and actually then went to Michigan and opened yes. a store and then opened our second store this past year. Literally, uh, you are an MSO, though. But we, we like to we, say we, don't use that. we like to say we're a craft MSO, right? <laughs> you know, craft dispensary. So you're a multi-state craft dispensary operation. So you're M S C D O. It works. You're M S C D O. 
That's good. We're just inventing stuff as we I go. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Multi-state yeah. craft dispensary retail? No. Operation. Operation. We've got to get this right. Yeah. We could coin stuff here. <laughs> MSOs didn't really exist before 2013, I know, yeah. 14, and somebody it's said very recent MSO. growth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why don't we get still getting paid royalties on that? I don't know. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about you now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I've been um, with Northeast Alternatives for about almost three years, which is crazy. I started with them in July of 2020, which was like in the middle of COVID and a yes. wild time to get your dream job. Yes. In you an know? essential service. Essential service. Well, we, the, for in Massachusetts, I don't know if you guys know this, but we actually had a, a period of time where they deemed adult use cannabis non-essential. They did. Actually, yeah. Oh, interesting. And so they kept medical as essential, but uh, adult use was shut down for months. Interesting. Um, a couple months and it was eventually lifted. But um, but it was, you know, really interesting dealing with that. We actually moved all of our operations outside at the store. We had these big tents, you know, with heaters. And we did we did it, all of the retail in the parking lot. Sounds like a logistical yeah. uh, uh, challenge. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. not a fan of but, that COVID reality. That's just yeah. ridiculous. I know. But I could, you know, July 2020, you know, is when I started this job with right. these alternatives. But... Um, I had been, you know, kind of around the industry for many years before that. Yes. What does um, that mean? Because that's what we like to dig into. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly, I wasn't an adult use consumer for most of my, most of my life right? until, you know, maybe like nine or 10 years ago. You know, I, I, my previous, in a previous life before cannabis, um, I was a yoga teacher and CrossFit coach and, you know, worked in that kind of wellness world. Um, and then, and then I became a medical patient and that was how I got into all of this was from, you know, needing to get my medical card, um, and actually didn't really know much about cannabis at all at that point. And I will admit to even having, you know, a stigma, you know, my, in high, when my sister was in high school, she got arrested for having a little bit of weed in her locker right? Oh, and that set off an unfortunate chain of events that really affected her you know, her life at that time. And, you know, I was kind of like, no, I've, I'm playing sports and getting good grades. I'm not going to do that. And yeah. like maybe a handful of times in college. But other than that, it was like not a part of my life until I needed it as medicine. Um, now it turns out that some people needed cannabis to play sports and get good grades. Michael Phelps. Yeah. yeah. Good I example. Mean, exactly. I feel like whether you're an adult use consumer or a medical patient, everybody is finding their way to the plant for relief of something. Exactly. Whether you, yeah. it's deemed a medical condition, or even if you're aware of like what it really is uh, or not, I mean, you're, you're yeah. usually seeking relief or access to something. Even, I think even people that are using it as, let's say, an alternative to having that beer at the end of the day, sure. a glass of wine at the end yeah. of every day. Yeah. That's, you know, stress, which relief. is relieving stress, you know, yeah. and yeah. even that uh, using cannabis instead is like physically beneficial, you know, yeah. to your body, even if that's not medicinal use. Le le definitely less harmful yeah. for sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you guys also uh, are doing branded flower under Northeast? Are yeah, we are well? under the NEA premium and NEA awarded. We do flower um, as well as vape cartridges where we extract the real terpenes right. from those same strains and make it into a vape. We also have a brand called Valorum, uh, which is our, we call it our values brand, you know, a little more accessible in price. 
Um, and we also, you know, it's a way for us to stay grounded in like the roots of like the real industry and uh, kind of honor where we all came from. You know, we do a donation to the social equity um, fund with the Florum. We're actually about to do our, our very first donation collection and disbursement in July That's awesome. um, to be received by two social equity entrepreneur businesses that won a, a pitch competition. Um, so they're going to be receiving these donations. And then when the state fund in Massachusetts is set up, we're going to send the donations there. Great. But we created the Valorum brand with like a dedicated, you know, percent of our, our sales that we're going to donate alongside our partners. So to support yeah. the development of the exactly those. Yeah. because I think that's lacking. I mean, you get the social equity license and then, the, then what? And then it's a really capital intensive like business to, right. have to run. And so right. they, you know, we want to be able to put our money where our mouth is and like that's support great. those that, you know, you know, we're, we're here, you know, so many years of this industry has existed decades, decades long. It's just, now that it's newly legal and like developing people are calling it a new industry, but it's not. Yeah. There were right. people that, you know, served the market like at, at the threat of being arrested or they were arrested and it really affected their lives and their families. And like those people deserve to, to like always have a voice and be a part of this industry. And so it's a new supply chain, a new regulatory structure. Yeah, not a, new, a new industry. Not a new industry. So, what's next for Northeast Alternatives? You guys, what's next? are you guys going to focus more on, on retail or branding your product lines? A uh, little bit of both. We do a little bit of both. My job at Northeast Alternatives is wholesale. Right. So, I started our wholesale program and grew from you know zero to now we work with um, many of the stores across the state with all of our brands. So we're adding our second retail store in Seekonk. Right. Um, and then we're also launching some new wholesale products. Um, and, you know, we have live resin vape carts coming out under our DAP FX brand. Um, we also have New Jersey where we're going to start doing some uh, manufacturing and wholesaling down there as well. Are you down in awesome. New Jersey so, as well? Yeah, we're not operating yet, but we are. Um, we're working on building out, you know, I saw, you know, blueprints in the office last week of like, all right, New it's Jersey's happening. getting going. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it will be so. called, uh, the brand will be down there will be called. It will be the same brands. I don't brands. know if we'll use Sweet Northeast old. alternatives, right. but you'll see Canatini. Right. Probably Sweet Spots. That's one of our, our most in-demand brands that we get the most requests from consumers, even from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, all over the place that people try and find Sweet Spots and they really fall in love with them. So we're going to bring all of those brands uh, to New Jersey as well. At your retail outlet, do you guys carry all the other brands in Massachusetts? Yeah, we do. We carry a lot of our products that we produce, but we also carry a wider assortment of a lot of the products you see here from these other companies, you know, people want to have variety, um, you know, and there's a lot of great stuff out there. So you know, since your margins are greater, if you sell your own product, how does that work internally with you guys? Um, are you guys you tend to sell more of your product? You want to sell more of your product? Probably. Well, yeah, I mean, it's always a balance, Yeah. you know, um, between offering that variety and, yeah, you know, that it, margin opportunity. But, you know, we also sell wholesale, which helps. Um, and you know, we have some great wholesale partners that we work with that, you know, sometimes we also, um, sell to, for their stores. And so it's like, you know, we build strong relationships, right. 
um, you know, and at the end of the day, like there's room for all of us, I think. And if, you know, if we only had our products, like where's the innovation, where's the, you know, the new stuff, where's like the excitement and the interest from consumers and the, you know, it's like like, Apple store, you know, we really like to, you know, build great relationships with everybody else in the industry because we're all going to be here for a long time. We hope, you know what I mean? And it's just the beginning. Yeah, I, I really like that idea of we're all in this together. I think yeah. that's lost a lot with a competitive market and, you know, different markets, you know, are very, um, you know, they operate differently, whether it's, you know, yeah, we're we're in the same industry, we're supporting the same cause, let's support each other, or it's, no. <laughs> yeah. I Nope, this is ours. And you, yeah. you can't have any of that. And but so, it is getting really competitive. It you is. Know, not, you know, having but, all these images of like lions and zebras oh, in the savannas of no. Africa. I just think it's ever <laughs> more important that we do work together, together, you know? <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah. that's okay. There's yeah, not, not a lot of cooperation in the natural order of things. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think there should be more. You know, we need, there's changes that need to happen with the regulations in Massachusetts yeah. that we all should get on board with. Yeah. And like find common ground upon, right? You know, there needs to be some, you know, some organization to like, you know, speak for up for our industry because some of the things that we have to deal with in Massachusetts for regulations are really a hindrance in this in a market that's heating up with such competition and prices falling and all of that right. going can, on. Can you share more about the regulations that are challenging here? Yeah, well. The advertising regulations. Uh, please dive in, into that yeah. more. I, I own a marketing agency um, in Arizona, and we have a, a big focus in cannabis and the emerging psychedelics market. So I'm curious specifically what your uh, marketing regulations are like here in Massachusetts. Yeah, so there's a lot of prohibited practices in okay. advertising um, that, you know, we're allowed to have billboards in, as long as they're the, you know, the viewership can be deemed to be like 85 percent 21 plus okay um so that's actually this that's the standard that's the standard well in the media industry especially for billboards there actually is established you know data and ways that they count because they have to for other kinds of like age-gated industries like for alcohol billboards and this and that that's already so we just fit into that where any locations that are you know 85 percent i think that's the percentage um, and so any advertising, you have to make sure even an event that the audience meets that criteria, right. yeah, that but we can't in, on the adult use stores, we can't do discounts. We can't advertise discounts and sales. Um, and even things like bundle pricing, um, you know, is iffy. Like even um, in your, I mean, that's, that's pretty standard across like social media, but, um, even to like your email list. Well, to our email list, sure. You can. But there's the really what the problem is, is there's an inconsistency in the enforcement and the interpretation of Got the it. regulations among the Cannabis Control Commission's inspection team. You know, I did not not intended for this to be a call out if any of them are listening. No, but it's true. But though. to be honest, it's but they're like just learning what to do as well. Well, it's been how many years, man? Yeah. You know, and when you have our business, we have a certain inspector and another store or another manufacturer has different inspectors. Ours tells us we can't do something that they yeah. can do. Uh, that's frustrating. And it happens all over the place with different regulations. It's like they create competitive advantages and disadvantages right. yeah. 
that really affect our businesses. And it's at the roll the dice of which inspector you get. And that's just not right. No, that's not right at all. So some stores are advertising discounts. And then the store up the street, their inspector is explicitly saying you can't do that. And they say, well, what But they're doing it. And they say, oh, well, yeah, different inspector. Wow. Yep. So not yeah, only do we need to change there. those regulations, they need to all, they need to get on the same page. It, it needs be to be properly. consistent. Yeah. yeah. Or just eliminate the or regulations entirely. Yeah, either enforced then you, or then you're in a situation eliminated. where those that are trying to follow the rules and those that are trying to do it right and those that are trying to go by the book are the ones that have to hold back and miss the opportunities for the business and those that are like, oh no, we'll just do it anyway and we'll risk, you know, maybe they won't enforce us. They probably won't do anything, but maybe they will. But this you is know? insane how much do it anyway. people have in the government. I'm just kidding. No, but, it, it, but yeah. it's not, the people didn't really decide this. Most of it's been happening through the initiative process, but the legislators now, legislative process now being more and more active in legalizing. Yeah. It's become, the madness is becoming, I know. you know, hey, what detail of an industry can't we touch? Can't we get our mitts on and, and impact um but that you know it, it's pretty cool what you're doing and you obviously you know your way around the the industry yeah we look forward to I watching try. you yeah. develop and, and thank you northeast what's your official title again with the director of wholesale director of wholesale yeah and where can people find you on um social on the interwebs uh, if you want to give a shout out me personally uh, well you well, are the brand and at Northeast Alternatives. Okay. Um, we do Instagram, and then if you go to our website, anyalternatives.com, um, you know, we have a lot of info there. You can sign up for our email lists Great. where we're allowed to do a little <laughs> bit more marketing. Yeah. And then how about uh, your LinkedIn? And then for me, um, it's uh, Hillary King. You can find me at Hillary King. Um, I think my Instagram is Hillary D. King. Uh, but I'm not super active on there because I got I got a lot of weed to sell, you guys. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know? That's why you hire social media companies <laughs> like us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Well, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Definitely. And, and yeah, we'll see you at the next Flower Expo. Hope so. Great. And, uh, or maybe in New Jersey, maybe in Or Michigan. somewhere else in this wide world of cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look forward to learning, learning more about you and uh, following your career. Thanks, Dimitri. Thank Appreciate you for joining it. us. You too. Thank you. Thank you.